Yo, shout out to the most high. That's always a high see when we in our Lord's status. LD for another episode of I Need to Know. With my special guest, introduce yourself, G. Hey, man, I'm Young Stack for the Streets Entertainment. I go by G Stack Jr., Baby Stack, Lil Stack, whatever, man. Uh, you feel me? I'm, I'm G Stack's son, G Stack of the Delinquents. Okay. Coming out of East Oakland. For the streets. So like I said, I got a juvenile delinquent in you this motherfucker. Me. You know what I'm you saying? You feel me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm BG, but I'm OG a little bit, though. Like, I got that I yeah. got that OG flavor. Yeah. You know what I mean? You but, had to, man. Yeah. Your dad and your uh, Uncle V, is he yeah. like your uncle. He got to be. Yeah. He, yeah. You know I, I, mean? I learned from the OGs, for sure. For sure, man. Yeah. So what was that like coming up, man, with them, you know, you coming up as a rap child? Like, was rap music always around? Uh, for me, Nah. It was um, for me. It was it, it was kind of for a while. I didn't really know what he did. You feel me? Oh. Like I was kind of in the dark as as a kid. Okay. Um, <laughs> once I found out, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm on that. Okay, that's me. Okay, okay. Right? So so my uncle, uh, his brother, my uncle Bob. Shout out Bob. Yeah. He really put me on the music, uh, Bay Area music, town music. He put me on the delinquents. Um, like all the all the records they were putting out uh, before the mixtapes and all that back in like Out of Control and yeah. Alleyway, you know, things Hell like that. Yeah. I would see the posters up at his house. I would see the plaques at his house. You know what I mean? I would listen to the music with him whenever I would kick it with him. Um, so once I found out what Pops did, I was like, I won't end on that. You know what so, I mean? so how did you not know? Um, <laughs> That's some Michael Jordan shit. You know Michael Jordan's daughter <laughs> didn't even know this nigga played basketball for the longest. <laughs> well, see, see, you gotta understand, Pops was he 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 was a rap artist, he was a he was a street dude, but he was a father. Yeah. So it was a lot of stuff he didn't like he didn't want to expose us to. Okay. You feel me? So he 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 kinda uh in that sense he kept us under wraps for a little bit. Gotcha. I say. And when you say it's us, you mean there's more? Oh, it's a bunch more, dog. <laughs> it's a bunch more. Man. Whoo, yeah, stack boy putting in work. So so are you the oh yeah, I wanna get to your name, because I normally ask my guests how did they get their name, but obviously I know how you got your name. But did right. you go through any other rap names before Young Stack? Nah. Okay. I was always Young Stack. Well, I, I, I wasn't a rapper. Okay. One. Um, but the, every time I would get around uh, any one of them, the mechanics, you know, Dot for racks. Yeah, shout uh, out to Dot. Shout and out Kitty to mechanics. Yeah, facts. Shout out to mechanics. Shit, high uh, street. Anyone, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Uh, any one of them, they, uh, what's up, little stack, baby stack? You know what I'm talking about? So it just, it, I, I mean, I, I was, I, I adopted the name. I was, Given the name, it was passed down to me. Yeah, are you a junior too? I'm a junior. Oh shit! You got I'm this. Shit. You probably got young stack on your motherfucking ID. <laughs> <laughs> I did when I was a kid. When I made my first record at 13. Okay. I threw young stack on that thing. I made a little. Uh, it was like a little young stack cutout. I put it on my keychain and everything, man. Yeah. So I, talk I about your it. first record. I always like to know where artists came from and what their first record was. What was that for you? Hmm, my first record was garbage. Right. Okay. It was it was I was 13, 12, I was 12 or 13. Um, little Scrappy had just released, I think it was I think it was called Money in the Bank or something like that. Okay. Um, I took the beat, 
I wrote a verse to it. Mm-hmm. I thought I was I thought I was it. Okay. I took I had like forty dollars on me um, from saving up allowance and shit. I went down to uh, it was this little it was this little studio on I think it was MacArthur. I went down there with my boy, paid for my hour, did my verse, and <laughs> man, whoo! I'm glad I lost that CD. It was weak like it that. It was weak. But um, <laughs> it, was, it was my first joint. You feel me? It was my yeah. baby. I loved it. Yeah. But I, I, I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't it. So what was the song that you actually recorded? You was like, you know what? I could do this shit. Mm. Um, I did a record. This well, shit. I, honestly, I, I don't remember that one. I don't remember the one that really got me in the mode for it. I know the first record I did with Pops um, was on the. George W. Cush album. Okay. In 2007, I believe it was. Uh, it was called Shining. Mm-hmm. And when I did that verse, that's when I was really, I think I was 14, 15 years old. Um, when I did that verse, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. Gotcha. Like, I loved, I loved the, the adrenaline from recording and from, you know, just the artistry of it. Okay. Uh, but being exposed to it, I, I knew I loved music from seeing him do it, from seeing other people do it. Yeah. Um, and just being in that environment was was exhilarating. So when I was finally able to record uh, uh, professionally, I guess I guess you would say, it, it just, it, that inspired me to, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep going with this. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So as your pops, obviously, he's always been one of your biggest influences, right? Right. So talk about some of the other people that influenced you from the Bay Area. From the Bay, um, I listened to a lot of the old school shit, like, like uh, well, Pac was a, was a, I don't know if we would consider him from the Bay, but Pac was a huge inspiration. Yeah. Um, Yuck Mouth was a, was a big inspiration. I'm, Yuck Mouth, for me as a kid, um, he was, the lyricism that he had, yeah. to me, I felt like it was just a little bit different from what everybody else from the Bay was doing. Yeah. So I always had this little extra, like, that motherfucker, that nigga, go. He you was kind of like our version of corrupt to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like every city want to feel like they got an artist that they can put up against another motherfucker. And Yuck was that dude for us. And rapping Ron and Diddley Dog, definitely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So this is the question of the week. Out of all the albums that previously came out, what album do you wish that you was on? What do you mean that previously came? Like, like from Pops? No, no, like from any album, like any genre. Like what album do you wish that you could have been on? Tech Nine. Tech uh, Nine? Yep. Tech okay. Nine, what, uh, what is it, Interfere or something like that? Okay. Something like that, yeah. I, I put that album on a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's been out for a minute. Yeah. But I put that album on a few weeks ago and whoo, Jesus. Now that like, motherfucker, I'm, like I'm, Tech a, Nine. I'm a Tech Nine fan. Tech dog. Nine is actually one of the rawest. I think he might be the most underrated rapper from the Midwest. Fact, but he's all independent. That's right, and he's running his own shit. That's right. He be spitting the cats he put on. I, be spitting. That's right. Uh, I got into Tech Nine when he was fucking with Yuck. Yeah, yeah he's still Ray doing Ray he still fucking with, Yeah, yeah. Man, so I put that album on and, and just listening to it. It's a, I forget the young lady's name, but it's a young lady on there, one of his artists, and uh, she was just going in. Yeah. And I was like, man, I, 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 that's what I want to hit. That's the pinnacle I want to hit. I don't need to be stupid famous or nothing like that. Just give me a record with Tech. Tech Nine had a song where he rapped about 
somebody made him cheat on his girl and this, that. You know what I'm talking about? They made him cheat on him. And because of you, my wife is tripping and I shouldn't have listened to you. And guess what he was talking about this whole time? His dick. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to motherfucking technology. Creativity, man. It's just crazy what people can create. So what is one of your most creative songs? Uh, My most creative, I think, um, for me, I I try to dive into a, a bunch of different things. I think the most creative song that I'm working on right now um, is a little bit out there. Uh-huh. It's this song called She Said. Okay. What I'm doing with that is I, I'm, I'm basically, it's like I'm, I was writing a script or constructing a script Okay. Um, from the perspective of a broken woman. Okay. But not just any broken woman. It's my broken woman. You feel me? Okay. Like a okay. chick that I done fucked over and this, that, and the third. Okay. And it's called She Said because I'm sitting there. So the, the song is basically all from her perspective and yeah. she's just giving it to me. And I, I'm just listening like, well, God damn, like I did all that, baby. <laughs> you feel me? But I think that's one of my most uh, creatives because I, I, I'm able to put myself in, into a whole nother person. You know what's crazy? Because I remember one time I was coming to the house and I heard my chick at the time on the phone talking like, yeah, this motherfucker. And she was talking on some nigga. And I'm like, damn, he ain't shit. I mean, this <laughs> motherfucker wasn't shit. I'm like, damn, she talking to her girlfriend. I said, baby, who was that? She turned around and said, you, nigga. <laughs> Bro, we don't even be knowing. But you got to sit back and put it into perspective, man. Some of the shit we do, it it, it be beyond us, man. We don't yeah. even really realize it. Yeah. Uh, you you know, know what I like about, you know what I'm saying, how this conversation is going to seem like you put a lot of thought in your music. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So since you put a lot of thought in your music, how does that make you feel like about when they say dumb your shit down? Do you ever feel like you should dumb your shit down just to sell more records? Mm, not necessarily, but I think that my relationship with music, um, it wouldn't be dumbing down. It'd be, because I find music fun. I, okay. I have a passion for music, whatever it may be. Like even with, um, and I feel like in connection with dumbing music down, we could kind of tie that into some of the young music that that's, Hitting right now It's kind of dumbed down Kind of just You know Energetic But For that style of music It's great Yeah Like I still love That kind of music too You know what I mean um, So for me to Like dumb my music down Just to make sales I don't think that's That that's what I would do Yeah um, I think I would Dumb it down For lack of better terms Just because I love the record I feel yeah. like it's a fun record Fuck it I'm gonna do it You know yeah. what I mean Like I love creating music Whether it be this or that Or this You know what I mean yeah. I'm not the type of I don't want to be the type of artist that gets stuck in a box. Yeah. And I can't do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah. Speaking of box, I wish I was stuck in a Roddy Rich box because that nigga's getting paid like that a motherfucker. You know what No, dog. Youngster. What is he, like 22, 23, something, something like that? Something like that. He doing his thing, man. Yeah. So you coming under, you know what I'm saying, a rapper and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Do you ever feel like that you have had pressure because, you know what I'm saying, your dad is, you know what I'm saying, a celebrity and stuff like that? Was there any pressure for you? Pressure is in like like you had an expectation to me in my music. Yes, yes, hundred um, percent. I don't think it, it was necessarily I, the, the pressure that I feel isn't like like talent wise. Like oh, you have to be this good. But I think that with my dad having so many fans from this genre of music, this era of yeah. music, um, to see me like veer from that and do something else. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people would want to see that. Or that's what I feel. That's the pressure that I feel that I still, I kind of got to cater to the fans that he had as well. Okay. Um, you know, you know, not veer so much outside of that that realm that he created with, with yeah. his music. But that was an old 
not fear, but like pressure that I had. Yeah. Um, now I'm just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and in respect to, to what he had going on, I'm never going to do anything that would disrespect his, you know, his legacy or anything like that yeah. or disrespect his fans. But I still, I got to be my own person. I got to be my own artist. Yeah. So I can't think about the pressures of what his people would think about what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Is your music way different than his? Yeah. How would you describe your music? My music comes from an empathic, it's empathic, empathetic? Empathetic. Empathetic uh, 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 standpoint. I, I feel like my music taps into a little more emotion okay. uh, for the most part. Like even with the record that I dropped, Dark Days, available okay. now. Okay, uh, okay. On all streaming platforms, you feel me? Featuring Art by Black, my brother. Okay. Um, it was a political thing, but it was something that was created by me out of pure emotion. I just... Um, you know, I was reading the news articles, I was seeing the videos, I was watching what was going on, and I was upset, I was frustrated. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna make I'm gonna throw a verse. And it, it started off as just I'm gonna do this verse real quick out of yeah. pure emotion, boom. I did it and you know, I sent my stuff to to my circle or whatever and they, and they was feeling it. Yeah. So I, I shot it over to my boy, he did the verse. I was like, fuck it, let's let's make something. And you got out a of sixteen it. on there? Uh, I think I did twenty four bars on there. Kick it for me. The whole thing, dog? Yeah. Sure, why not, man? They all looking. Uh, hey, <laughs> right, fuck it. I pray to the stars and the moon, sipping Hennessy, trying to tend to these scars and these wounds. I'm just thinking, will we ever come up off of this soon? Will we all be consumed by the hatred they spew, trying to change up your views? I just flipped through the Bible, gotta see if our skin tone really pitched us as rivals. Were we raised on real love or we raised on survival? Are you willing to ride out or you sitting there idle? Cause our timing is vital. That's motherfucking G Stack, motherfucking Sam. Give it up for this motherfucker. <laughs> right you know what I'm right saying? On. I want to hit you with a with a critical thinking question real quick. Oh shit. Speaking of verses, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you think the most well-known rap verse is in history? In history. Cause I have a theory of what it is. I'm gonna let you go, then I'm explain. You know what? I can't even uh that everybody knows. I don't think it, I don't think for me the one the first one that popped into my head was was Big but I couldn't recite the whole thing yeah but I just I love Big's uh, flow yeah that B-I-G P-O-P oh yeah that's dope no yeah. F-O for the D-E-A yeah, you feel yeah, me so I, yeah. that's what popped in my head initially then I started thinking from a town perspective and I was like New Oakland cause okay. when that motherfucker come on and Fab start spitting his oh, verse yeah. everybody know that motherfucker yeah for sure um but yeah, that, that, them the only two I could think of, bro, like offhand. When I'm thinking of the most well-known rap, rap verse, history, though. a rap history, okay. I think of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, <laughs> well, here is a story Go all about how my life got, got twisted upside down. down. Yeah. yeah. So are you uh, are you collaborating with any people, you know what I'm saying, right now? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Um, the Cat, Art by Black, the one that's on Dark Days. I'm actually, the, the studio session I'm headed to, Okay. Uh, we're going to work on a few things for his project. He's going to be doing some stuff for my project, and we're doing a collective project together. Um, I, got a, uh, I got a couple joints, one with my boy Digital Top Hat from Ron Hurt Park. Ron okay. Hurt Park? Roner, yeah, I know, I know, I know that's that's by Santa Rosa. Yeah, yeah, that's about the way. But but he he a cool cat. I I did a verse for him. Um, I got a verse for my boy Face Filthy. Excuse me. 
Um, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm doing for the street stuff. Yeah, uh, Pop's got a compil- compilation record that he's working on. Okay, uh, that we, we're going we're working on together. I'm going to executive produce that. Uh, I'm going to have a few tracks on there as well. Um, so I, I'm I'm trying to put my hands in a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about as far as uh, collaborating with people because I, I feel like the biggest the biggest uh, setback people people give themselves, especially out this way in the Bay Area, uh-huh. is the lack of unity. The okay. lack of connection, you feel yeah. me? Like, I want to work with whoever the hell I can, Yeah. to be honest with you. If I got respect for you, you got respect for me, I like your art, you like mine, let's work. Could you feel like the fact that your dad, you know, and delinquents, both of them, have so much respect in the game that that actually gave you an edge up in the game? Um, To be real, yeah. Uh, I feel like it will. Uh, granted, I'm, I'm still a new artist. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm building this pretty yeah. much on my own. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to build my own lane. But I feel like it might because people will know his name. People will say, "Oh, that's that's G Stack son." You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. At some point, but uh, it's not like I don't want to. I don't want to use that. Yeah, that's not my intention. I don't want to use that. Yeah, uh, as as a stepping stone to, to you know what I mean. I want to build shit for myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. So, how many albums do you have out? Do you have just one? I got a record out. Oh, just a record? I dropped a single. That was it. I was just okay. talking to uh, my mans right here. I was like, that's that's the first time I really did anything as yeah. far as a, a project for myself. Yeah. Um, but it, I feel because it's because I felt like I we needed it. Yeah. I felt like I loved the record. I loved the message of it. Um, me and my boys shot the visual ourselves. We edited yeah. the visual ourselves. You know what I mean? And uh, shout out to Four Face Films. They they actually provided some of the the footage that we put in the visual. Um, but yeah, so that that that's that's all I got out right now. Okay. But I'm but I'm working is what, okay. I, what I'm gonna say. So I want to ask you a question. Yeah. When you were young, you did not cuss on the microphone. Correct? No, I could not. At what age did you first just say, you know what, I'm about to say this <laughs> shit? <laughs> when I turned 18, <laughs> when I turned 18, I was like, all right, yeah. Now nobody could tell me shit. And I'm about to say what the hell I want. Now I would cuss <laughs> on my records that I would do, you know, and not release them. Yeah, but anything I did with pops. <laughs> You was hiding Hell them no. records? Hiding. <laughs> hiding. You ain't hearing none of this, Playboy. But uh, the, the first time I cussed on a record with Pops, or yeah. uh, that's something that we did, was uh, my cousin D, D the Greed, had a group. Yeah. Them boys. It was Bo Strangles, D the Greed. Um, shit, I don't remember the, the last one, man. Now I feel like an asshole. Yeah. But uh, they had a rec- they had a um, they had an album together. I got on a, a record called uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire? Yeah. What was that about? Like, show me the money? Show me the money, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got on that record, and that was the first record I cussed on, and I felt liberated. Yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah, it's on now. You felt liberated? I felt liberated. (laughs) I'm about to let they ass have it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was the first record I cussed on. It was after I was 18. Okay, talk about some of the pointers that your dad has actually gave in this game to you. To me, um, well, with me, per se, it uh, it was just always just keep working on it. Keep working on my craft, find ways to do And the reason that, uh, so starting off, to, actually to double back to the, the cussing question, yeah. the reason he didn't want me to was because, of course, I was, I was a child. Um, and like I said, he's a father first, yeah. hands down. Um, but when I became an adult and I was able to cuss, he was like, okay, like you can, but find a better way to say it. That's right. He was like, you're going you gonna to sharpen up your craft if you could figure out a way to say this without saying bitch or without saying nigga every two sentences every two bars you feel me or without saying this every two bars if you find a different way to say it um 
you, you'll be a force to be reckoned with. And, and I try to stick with that now, even with my music now, um, being an adult, like I can cuss, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. But if I could say, if I could figure out a way to say something without, you know what I mean, using yeah. a cuss word, using a filler word or whatever, I'm going to do it. And that's what I try to challenge myself with. You know what would have been interesting if he was too short dad. Say, look, Woo! you can't be saying bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> sure probably would have thought 50 different ways to cut mm-hmm. your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have said creeping through the fog. She probably was a female dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have figured it out. For sure. Yeah. For sure, man. That's real good, man, that you actually had, you know what I'm saying, some positive role models right. in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because... Right. I'm noticing that, like, when I'm hearing, like, a lot of rappers, you know what I'm saying? And I'm older now, you know what I'm saying? I got a son, you know what I'm saying, damn near 20. So when I'm hearing, like, a lot of rappers and the shit that they be rapping about, I be like, who the fuck are they parents? <laughs> Man, and it be young, young youngsters yeah. rapping about some off-the-wall shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't really, I don't be knocking them, though. Yeah, you can't. That's the one thing I, I will never do. Like, I never knock any of these youngsters with. And I don't agree with some of the music they make. Yeah. I, I can't bump some of the music they make. <laughs> but I respect they hustle. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm def- always respect they hustle. Well, you know what? I just be looking at it like my kids is going to fuck around and play with your kids. And why are y'all getting so... <laughs> like, y'all getting high off cocaine in motherfucking high school. Mm. I'm like, shit, when I was coming up, you know what I'm saying? That was what grown-ups did. Yeah. We had a little weed. When I was in high school, we had a little weed. We yeah. had a few people bringing in some some vodka every now and then. Yeah, yeah, but you feel me? They they be doing some shit now, dog. Man, I feel for my little brother. Uh, he he just got into high school, and I, I just be watching the the youngsters. Like even on social media, outside yeah. of music, yeah. just the youngsters in general. Man, they be doing some crazy shit. Yeah, like these little niggas was talking about eat the booty like groceries. Woo! Like that was a fad. Yeah. You know, I just made a post about that. I just made a post. I was like, eating ass is becoming normalized in society, blood. They rapping about it, singing about it. When I was coming up, if a nigga said that he, if you checked the, like, I was little. So if I heard one OG say to us, oh, nigga, nigga, you, nigga, you over there, nigga, eating pussy and and licking ass. And the other nigga would say, but so what? That's my bra, though. Have you ever heard that? (laughs) (laughs) Remember that gypsy? So what? That's my bra, though. Yep, yep. But show, so tell me about this album that you actually putting together. Have you thought about what it's going to be called and stuff? I haven't yet. Um, I really want to just focus on creating music. Because the part of the biggest part of me is I never really looked at this as a like a business per okay. se. I just really love creating music. I really love it. And like I, I mentioned earlier, like I'm an empath. You feel me? I'm, I, I feel shit from other people and I'm able to articulate that in my music. Yeah. I'm able to articulate the different things that I feel in my music and, and shit that people can relate to. Um, like even what she said, the, the, like I said, I sent it around to my circle to people that I fuck with and I got a bunch of, you know, of course it's a, it's a female driven song. So I got a bunch of females like, damn, like that's like I, I feel like yeah. you was talking about me, and I'm yeah. like, you feel me? Like I cried. I'm like, yeah, because this is universal shit. You feel me? Like we all go through this shit, and I feel that. So right now, I'm, I'm not focusing on uh, uh, creating a, a, a pure body of work, though. That is what yeah. I'm aiming towards. But I'm just I'm focused on working right now, man. Well, you know what? You gonna fuck around and get some R and B pussy around this motherfucker? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, you give me the right auto-tune, boy. I'm going to make R&B tracking this thing. But the thing about it is is that since you're a new artist, the great thing about that is is that you get to shoot whatever the fuck you want to shoot, and guess what? People can't really judge you for it. Right. 
The cold part about being an artist is that one of your biggest songs might not even be your favorite song. Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Me and Pops had that conversation literally uh, a couple days ago. We were talking about um, that man. Yeah. From Bosses Will Be Bosses. I was just thinking about that motherfucking He song. was like, bruh, he was like, me and V did not like that damn record. Yeah. Like, it was not their favorite record, and it almost didn't make the album. Yeah. But he was like, it was one of their biggest joints. That was the one. I remember when uh, when I think of Lake, Lake Berryessa, that's who I think of. Yeah. Them two motherfuckers, <laughs> yep. right? You know what I'm saying? Yep. I think of them motherfuckers, and I remember the Cadillac video. It was a cartoon, mm-hmm. and I remember motherfuckers looking up, that man. That man. Shout out to my partner, Mark Mason, Marcus Mason, or I forget his name. Mercy Mason. I think I follow him on Instagram. Shout out Mercy Mason. Yeah, that's my partner from second grade and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But he put up some songs talking about who's sing this, who's sing that. And this nigga know that I fuck with this rap shit. He put that shit up. I said, nigga, that's delinquents. Nigga, bosses will be bosses. Delinquents, dog. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, shit, man, before we get out of here, man, you got any props you want to give to anybody? Uh, Man, I just want to shout out for the streets. Uh, G-Stack, of course. Okay. Uh, shout out my uncle for putting me on the music, period. Okay. I want to shout out my boy Art by Black and the whole Down For Us team. Um, shout out my boy Face Filthy. That's it, man. Okay. Get out of here, do my thing, dog. I appreciate you for having me. For sure. Real shit. Yeah, you got a you got an elbow. Gotta, gotta you know get what I'm saying? Bowls, man. Get in my bed. It's a short interview because you got to go to the lab and shit. Yeah, like I gotta that. go work. I gotta go work. But but you feel me? I, I feel like I'm gonna be back. You will be back, man. You know what I'm saying? You got Let's a cool little energy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, I might want you to fuck around and you know, as a special guest co-host with me one time. Maybe yeah, we can drill some motherfuckers. You know let's what I'm saying? Let's do it. So this is LD's also known party boy Lawrence One for another episode. It's I need to know in my bed. I meant to say as usual and come on, you know what I want. <laughs> 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 <laughs>